0: is Magneto Marvel's best villain, and the PlayStation 1 Mini is released to recall us back to our childhood.
1: All that and more, coming up. Hello and welcome to the Half-Assed Approach. I am Quint. I'm Harrison. And today we're going to talk about a few different things, and of course, we're going to be doing a bit half-assed. Alright. Let's just start with Magneto. You mentioned last week um, wow. we were talking about Thanos and he kind of. Thanos? Thanos? How do you pronounce that? It's Thanos. Thanos! Uh, I am Thanos, so. Off. Thanos!
0: Thanos? Is, <laughs> Thanos, is like, Thanos is like Anus's weird drunk cousin or something. You
1: can go stick that in your Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. Alright, so you mentioned that Thanos was. <laughs> I can't even. You mentioned last week that Thanos, in such a way as kind of what you called a good villain Mm -hmm. and you also mentioned Magneto.
0: Yeah. So So, Magneto's whole purpose is he wants to bring he wants to bring mutants and the discrimination against mutants but he doesn't want to do it in a peaceful way. He thinks that mutants are the inevitable next evolution of humans just as the link between our common ancestor between us and chimps. Homo sapien evolved and took over the previous Neanderthals. Um, He believes that the X-Men or Mutants um, should be in charge and taking over the humans. Um, The thing is, though, Magneto does a lot of dumb, evil things, or uh, on the surface, look evil, but you have to look at his intentions. So in his own mind, he's doing it for the quote-unquote greater good. He's doing it to help people that he sees as, oh, these people are being discriminated against, they're being treated so unfairly, so this is the only option, the final solution, if you will. For example, in the in the Days of Future Past episode, he such goes such an awesome
1: title, so
0: great, and such Days a, of Future Past, and such a good storyline. Um, the actually Professor X helps helps him with that. Let me try this again. <laughs>
1: Bad example. <laughs>
0: no, I don't, because this is the half-assed podcast, <laughs> and I don't come prepared. Um. not not even half i'm like a quarter ass
1: right quarter now. quarter ass
0: i'm a quarter ass right now
1: hello my name is quentin welcome to the quarter ass show quarter ass i might be able to yeah save save, you this save one.
0: my quarter ass
1: yep um in uh x-men first class mm-hmm. there is oh damn no okay that wasn't see
0: it's harder than it looks isn't it
1: well okay well in the very first one made by what's his name brian Singer. Yes, Magneto, he sticks the device in the statue of Liberty and Mm he's kind of a similar thing where he's trying to make people into mutants. That's right. Yes. So he's not, and I guess in that situation, he's not actually trying to kill anybody. He's just Mm -hmm. trying to make everybody the same.
0: He's trying to make everybody the same and he think, I'm not saying, I'm not justifying his actions. He's still really messed up, but he's trying to teach humans what it's like to be a mutant and facing them and make them face that. Kind of how people have had to look people in the eye that they've discriminated in the past. Um, Magneto's trying to force that
1: moment, I guess. Yeah, in a way, there would be no war between the mutants and humans if everybody was a mutant.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, making everyone equal, making everyone the same. Just a little history here. When the X-Men comics were written, they were largely a parallel to the civil rights era sort of thing. Mutants were representative of the civil rights activists and African-Americans in the South, where Jim Crow laws were and things. You had Magneto, who was more of a Malcolm X type character, who uh, was in favor of violence to meet these political ends. And then compared to Professor X, who's more of a Martin Luther King character, who preferred to go through the legislative political process to make social change. And I think that those historical parallels are really, really interesting. Especially because the X Men comics were written specifically for that.
1: That is very interesting. I never thought of it that way. Never. I don't think it would have, been a million years, have <laughs> made that connection. But that's very. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: If you look back in history, Malcolm X thought he was the. I mean, thought he was doing it right. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X had an interesting historical relationship, very similar to Professor X and and Magneto. Professor S and X and Magneto have a lot of mutual respect for each other because they know that um, they're both going towards the same goals. For example, I th- I can't remember. It's in one of the movies. I believe it's in the first or second one. Um, one of Magneto's minions goes up to Magneto, and he sa- the minion says something bad about Professor X, and Magneto says, Hey, watch your mouth about prof- Professor X. He's done more for mutants than anyone alive. A very half-assed paraphrasing on my part. Um... <laughs> But basically, it shows that, yes, they're opponents, yes, they're enemies, but they know that they each want the same thing. And so I think, and that's why I like Magnino as a villain. He does bad stuff, but in behind it all, you know why he's doing it, and you know that he's coming from a good place. He's just doing it the wrong
1: way. Just a little misunderstood. Mm-hmm. But I do love how they have this, like, Mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Looking at X Men First Class, when they first met, they were they had a common goal. They were working together. I think even like to some extent, Magneto was like, "We've we've been trying it your way, Professor X, yeah, but it's not working. Let's try it my way now." Basically, you know, sort of that, and that's kind of you know, it got to that point in one way or another, and they eventually kind of parted ways.
0: Yeah, and I think also when you look at the mo- just the movie universe, I mean, Magneto, he, he was. A Jew in the middle of the Holocaust. So he's seen the worst side of when humans get scared of something different, they'll do some really bad stuff. And that's kind of the frame of mind that Magneto's in.
1: And to anybody who has ever been traumatized, especially as a kid in one way or another, would probably know that, especially as a kid, like that's highly influential to be traumatized to something like that. I mean, you see him again, just from the movie universe, you see him being literally pulled away from his family and that's kind of where his uh, power is spawned from. And just like that alone would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, from what you've heard about the Nazis, what you know, there's rumors, not rumors, like you wouldn't know. I mean, it would be very nightmarish to just even be in that situation at all, even with your family. So you're already in this horrible situation and you're literally getting pulled away, like from everything you, any type of security that you would ever have. Of course, you're going to be freaked out and go through that and then you see um well again first class sebastian trying to get him to to force him to manifest his power again and to have to go through that and to watch your own mother die yeah get shot like
0: that's harsh that's freaking harsh i mean that that scars you as a kid that shapes your ideas that shapes your beliefs
1: I mean can you really
0: blame him after that like i can't blame him but i'd have to stop him and there's a difference there's understanding and then there's justifying. I don't think it justifies it, but I do get you I kind of
1: get where you might I be get, able the get background. where he's
0: coming from. I definitely get I definitely get where he's coming from. What's great is that a good villain, you can get where they're coming from. On a happier note, <laughs> Sony just announced that they are coming out with a PlayStation 1 Mini uh, with about 20 games on it. The games that they have announced so far are Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, R4 Ridge Racer, Type, or type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms.
1: They don't have Driver? Bummer.
0: Well, it's five they've announced, and then 20, 15 other mystery ones.
1: So is this like games already just kind of built into this? Because obviously you can't accept actual PlayStation games, like the discs. Right. It's like... I, I think it's all like, the games are on the memory card or just yeah. built into the console.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of like how they have those, you know, old
1: the Nest Sega movies. or yeah. Yeah, the Nest Minis.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's I'm understanding that's what this is. We yeah, got so, Mini PS One. So, hopefully,
1: there's a slot like for an SD or something. Yeah. So this to is the next what, this, where you can add games.
0: This is what it looks like. There. This is I think this is the original, and then this is the PlayStation Mini right here. Remember that
1: our viewers can't view. Listeners cannot view. Good <laughs> point. That's
0: true. Um, It's 45% smaller. There you go. Okay. So just put you that in You can
1: almost, that. if you were to take four of these mini PlayStations and stick them together mm-hmm. in a square, it'd be slightly larger than an original one. How about that? Yep. That, that, sounds,
0: that sounds good to me. <laughs> so those well, games that I mentioned, have you played them? Because I have not. I've never
1: played any of them. I mean, I've always kind I've of... i played Tekken.
0: I uh, take that back. I okay, I
1: have played Tekken just a little bit, but... Not very much. I mm-hmm. got into it.
0: Did you play a lot of play uh, any PlayStation 1 growing up?
1: No. Um, no, my, my mom especially was very against game consoles altogether. I had a very, some would say, a very... Sheltered? Sh- I guess, or just hard life. <laughs> 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 uh, for a short time, we had an original... Uh, Ness and Nintendo Entertainment System and we had you know Mario Duck Hunt that was the best thing ever I played Mario all the time Mm -hmm. and that's probably why she got rid of it because I would not do anything else (laughs) and then then many years later when I was in 8th grade Mm -hmm. I secretly saved up money from mowing lawns and bought a Playstation 2 nice what did, games
0: did you play on PlayStation
1: 2? First game ever was Reign of Fire. It was a game based off the movie Reign of Fire, which is like hmm. dragons, I guess. Dragons in London.
0: Sweet. I can deal with that. That's and cool. You,
1: you drove a car around shooting. You're a human. You dro- drove a, like a little yeah, yeah. car around with a machine gun on it, and you shot down dragons as they tried That's to burn your farms. and actually kind of like awesome. And there was a level where you could play as a dragon and be you know be on the other side. Um, what is it called Reign of Fire Reign of Fire let's see if I can find that because I still have the same Playstation
0: I was going to say ooh we should do that on your YouTube channel just, yes. just playing that game that, that would be fun. great I, um, I played Playstation 1 growing up that was the first game console I ever really played and then I played like Spyro Crash Bandicoot those classic Playstation games I played
1: Crash Bandicoot later mm-hmm. in life and Yeah, it was way awesome. And I guess I should get it. There's the Crash Bandicoot. They remastered it for the PlayStation 4.
0: Yeah, I heard that. They also remastered uh, Spyro. Yeah.
1: They came out with
0: Spyro 1, 2, and 3. And then Spyro got weird. Like, after the third one that was on PlayStation 1, Spyro kind of got weird. They changed how he looked. They changed the storyline a little bit. It just got strange. So I stopped kind of paying attention to it. But... But yeah, those classic games are, are friggin' awesome. Um,
1: and yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting they're going to make more for the, the mini PlayStation, of course, if they'd have to, because yeah. just a few games to, like, wet your whistle. They're definitely... I I would imagine that they've got something to expand the game library. No, I'm sure they do. So when can we expect this to come out? Is there a release date
0: Uh, It it launches on December 3rd, the 24th anniversary of the PlayStation's release.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Has it really been 24 years? I guess so.
0: Man, yeah. yeah, The PS1 debuted in Japan on December 3rd, 1994. Man, that's two years before I was born. Holy crap. That's weird. Didn't bring it to the... to the west until September 95. Uh, again, before I was born. A year
1: later. Yeah.
0: Oh, the retro console. So the new one is going to retail for 100 bucks in the U.S. So save up your money if you want it. Well, I mean, this mini only has 20 games, though. So you're buying 20 games and the mini for 100 bucks.
1: Not bad. Yeah. I mean, they're old games, but yeah.
0: They're old games, bad. but they... they if can... you enjoyed
1: those games, then yeah. of course you're paying the $100. Please.
0: And I guarantee I would be very shocked if Spyro, or Crash Bandicoot, or something like that. One of their classic games wasn't one of the twenty. I'd be, I'd be really surprised. Indeed.
1: <laughs> so I'm kind of into sci-fi B movies, so uh, I guess I'll recommend a sci-fi B movie for you today. The one I'm recommending today is Primer. Ooh. So you get your typical time traveling movies, and we kind of all know how those go. Um, Primer is a little different. For seven grand, I guess that's what it took to produce the movie. Sure, it's, it's lacking a little on the on the visual effects, but it's, uh, it's designed to be more of a thinker anyway. We got your typical ways of traveling through time. This one's a bit different where they kind of just stumble upon it while they're trying to invent things in the garage. Uh, mm. It's uh, a group of people, but two of them accidentally do it, and they decide to kind of keep it to themselves. They first find out by sticking something inside the time machine, and then they leave it in there for a minute. When it comes out, it has this film all over it and they decide to take it to a lab and test what that film is. Come to find out it's just like a type of fungus that's everywhere but it's just kind of slow growing. Apparently it would take years for uh, for this amount of fungus to grow on on the, the little Russian doll thing. So, And they come to find out that uh, an object goes inside the machine at point A as they call it and then it comes out at point B and that's uh, a minute later but uh, for some reason as time goes in there, it will just circle back on itself. So and eventually at a certain point, it will just come out on its own and they realize it's always after a certain amount of time. So basically that's just a very small one that they built. They decided to make it bigger. So big enough that one of them can go in it. But then of course, you know, it's not that entertaining unless there's some sort of issue and that's, and then it definitely gets into some issues you might run into while doing this type of time traveling. Admittedly, the whole film is kind of hard to follow. I think uh, part of that is just because of, um, I think they could have edited it better.
0: I mean, they they must have done decently well. I mean, their budget was 7000 The box office, they made 841000 There's definitely a cult following there. So I guess that leads me to think, if you were able to go back in time
1: like that, would you be looking at the stocks? Oh, for sure. Oh. <laughs> Who would? I'd be, I'd be like Biff in... Oh, you'd, back be, to the future. you'd be diff. Oh, yeah. I guess another thing I'll, I'll give away, too, is they end up doing this, like, on a daily basis. So, like, every day, they'll live a day, but then they'll also go back and live it again, and they do this for a while, and this is actually starts to, uh, they start to have issues with this. Uh, but I'll, I'll let you uh, figure out what those are. Um, so, yeah, Primer, go check it out. I don't even know where you'd find it.
0: Looks like it's available on YouTube for two ninety nine, Amazon Prime for two ninety nine, Google Play for two ninety nine. Or it's just available on youtube
1: so go check it out by go stream it i'd highly recommend it try to follow it uh, yeah <laughs> good luck following it i guess and uh there you go well i think that about does it for today not a lot of topics but definitely some interesting ones don't forget to check out our patreon
0: patreon.com forward slash half ass one word patreon.com forward slash half ass if you want to give us money um we it, thank you yeah, give would us money. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. The money
1: would be going towards uh, just better equipment. Cause... It would
0: also be good. Yeah, it'd also be going towards possibly a third mic. We'd love to have some guests on to discuss some more topics. You know, just to
1: mix it up.
0: Just to mix it up. If you ever get tired of hearing my sexy voice, so.
1: You can feel free to delete that if
0: you want. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. now No,
1: I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody says delete that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway. Alright, we'll see you guys next week.